time for Media Majors to make an announcement. We, we fucked up. It was really bad. We're dumb. We're very dumb. We're really stupid. So last, so two <laughs> weeks ago, I went, oh, hey, you know what? Next week's going to be 69. You know what I should do? A two-parter. So we couldn't do episode 69. So guess what? This is episode 70, negative one, 69. 69. So we're back to where we started. We're back where we needed to be. Yeah, we're... We went one step forward and then one step back. And we went home and we found ourselves... In times of trouble. In times of hardship. Two a roads, soul still burns. Two roads before us <laughs> diverged. One covered in snow. And the one other... covered in fire. <laughs> LA is on fire right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, Jesus Christ, the state we live in is on fire. Anyways, we don't like to talk about things like that. We like to escape a little bit on this podcast about storytelling. But this is our actual 69th Spectacular sexy episode. It is. It's a sexy, sexy episode. Can't you hear all the sex in our tired voices? Oh, yeah. Slap your nuts on my thylium. That's the noise that that it's makes. It's a bag of peanuts. Calm down, everybody. Before every taping, I get a loose bag of nuts. And I that. rub my testicles all over them, and Liam slaps me with it. Because I'm real weird. But you know what? It's, it makes a great oh, podcast. Jesus Christ. Anyways, we're, we're really we... sleepy, and it's the sexy episode. Oh, yeah. Lock up your daughters. Mm. Yeah, no, there should not be a part of this. Adults Children only. shouldn't listen to this episode of Medium Ages is what we're trying to say. I'm Tom Lockney. I'm Liam Sr. I like to talk about video games and internet culture. And I'm of a different ilk, because I like to talk about movies and TV. You know, the terrible thing. Yeah, and every week we each tell each other a true story from our preferred medium that we think is like fun or interesting. And As we slowly learn that our desired industries are neither fun nor interesting, it's they're that, terrible. That exactly. And so every week we center it around a theme. This week the theme was Mutual hey, satisfaction. The, the number that's a ball and a stick rubbing against another ball, ball and, and a stick. stick. But one of them's upside down and the other one's upside right. Which is which? You'll never find out. You'll never. It's true. No one knows if the six or the nine is right. Yeah. The only person who did was Martin Luther, and he died keeping that secret. Yeah. Great. God gave him a commandment, and it had a little asterisk at the top to show which way it went, and he burned it because mm -hmm. it was too, the answer was too important. <laughs> it was too sexy. Martin, Martin Luther, the sexiest Christian. Yeah. I'd like to open my story, which isn't necessarily a story, but it's more of a, a list with a theme, with a trigger warning. This episode's going to be a shining example of how gross and awful games, games are, and I'm going to pull it out of that at the end, hopefully, but a lot of the coverage around them isn't very great either. Trigger warning for sexual violence and some pretty despicable misogyny. Here they are, nine weird intersections between games and sex. Ooh, I love it. Number one, the Mass Effect franchise. These ones actually aren't that bad. I I, I included them on the list because I think that they're like weird and awkward yeah. and stilted. And but... I think and I think every it's one of those things that everyone kind of knows a little bit about, but no one knows the whole thing. So I'm glad to like learn what the whole meat and potatoes, what the whole enchilada. No, that's still. Tell me the thing. <laughs> Liam, to Liam, sex and eating are identical. They are one and the same. Not be farther apart. Ugh. Food play is weird. I'm gonna cram this Chipotle and rock this hard boner. 
That's what bands used to do to make their dicks not smell like they were cheating. Gross. Yep. Uh, anyways, this applies to Dragon Age as well. Both franchises are produced and developed by Bioware, published by EA, uh, with one being science fiction and the other being fantasy. I'll let you guess which is which. Listeners write in because I do not know. Each fancies itself a mature treatment of its genre and therefore features sexual interactions. Both include character romances and Dragon Age even features brothels. The sex depicted is actually quite mild with naked bodies centered as the camera quickly fades to black. You know, there's a lot of uh, nipple being covered by a man's torso or or dick out of frame. Ugh. <laughs> oh. The old friend of the cinematographer, Dick, just out of frame. Mm. Implied hog is the best kind, mm-hmm. is the tastiest kind. It's the healthiest kind of ham. It's the longest pig. <gasps> Cannibal. <coughs> Excuse me. There's no penetration or... <laughs> or... Want to take that again without laughing at the word penetration? <laughs> there, nope. There's no penetration or pants genitals. <laughs> nice. Shown in these scenes, this did not stop Fox News from running a segment called Sex Box in response to these sex scenes featuring a panelist calling Mass Effect, quote, Luke Skywalker meets Debbie does Dallas. No. (laughs) Oh, man. I love how stupid mainstream news is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love it on Fox because on there it's really dangerous. Yeah. Our country is on fire, just like the state of California. But yeah, I actually think that the sex depicted in Mass Effect is not always as uh, progressive as it should be. There's not always as many options as there should be afforded and not as many perspectives uh, on display and to uh, interact with. But, uh, you know, you develop a relationship with these characters and then sometimes you fuck them. I mean, sure. I really wanted to have sex with the Krogan in Mass Effect Andromeda. And I hear that you can't do that, apparently. You can't do that. He does strike up a relationship with another character. (laughs) What gives, Bioware? Number two, Metro, Last Light. Strippers and later, sex. Uh, Metro Last Light is uh, post-apocalyptic... Metro Last Light is a game about the nuclear post-apocalyptic culture of the Russian metros. It's based off of a book. Uh, does that have that very uh, kind of Game of Thronesy, grim dark? We've got a things aren't great for women in this world, so we've got to depict how nasty it is. At one point, Artyom, Artyom, the player character, finds himself in a strip club where he can, for a fee, receive a long and uncomfortable lap dance. I own this game. It's pretty fun, actually. Um, the game's currency is bullets, though, so you literally <laughs> trade bullets for sex work. This part of the game is really gross, and I'll never defend it. It is a super long lap dance. It's first person, and this, like, woman, I don't even think she's named, uh, like, shoves her breasts in front of you and dances for you, and then you leave. And then later you have sex with another character. Yeah. da dun dun da dun dun yeah, the game doesn't really have anything to say about sex work other than you can, uh, you can. isn't isn't the wasteland fucked up, bro? <laughs> Check out these tits. Look wasteland. at these tits. They're wasteland tits. They're, they're covered in they're covered in scrap metal and trash. <laughs> they go really fast, oh, but God. burn a lot of oil. You've never seen a tit with this much sweat on it. 
It's the wasteland. It's We're the all wasteland. sweaty. Everyone's super sweaty. Ugh, soap is the first thing that goes. Gross. Oh, God, Mad Max Fury Road must smell so bad. Yeah, it's weird to make your point uh, that patriarchal life is hot, actually. Additionally, later in the game, there is a sex scene that, while not horribly egregious in the moment, only exists so the main character can have a child for emotional impact in the finale. Because he gets her pregnant. <laughs> what a weird way to use sex in a video game. Yeah, it's really bizarre. That's so strange. Number three, speaking of sex work, GTA has a lot of whack oh, shit in boy. it. Oh, boy. Hot Coffee does not count as a, uh, re it was not a retail feature, nor was it DLC. It will be getting its own story someday. Finally. From the GTA Wiki entry on prostitutes. Oh, no. Quote, prostitutes, parenthetical, also known as hookers. Oh. End parenthetical, are a type of pedestrian that have been present in all Grand Theft Auto games since Grand Theft Auto 3. Description. They are mainly out on the streets at night, and to receive their services, the player must drive close to them and stop. Prostitutes can raise the player's health to more than 100% in the 3D universe. The 3D universe is like the 3D GTA games, and apparently have its own name, the 3D universe. Players must pay for their services. Again, like, the the, the point here is that, like, Patriot, isn't it, isn't it sexy? Society. Isn't it sexy how fucked up society is? It's not satire, it has never been satire. Sex workers existing in the real world and in a fictional video game does not count as satire. A thing existing both in the real world and a fictional work is not satire. It's just, you're just a, it's just a thing that exists. Yeah, and the, and the fact that it is like this weird mechanical benefit is really gross. Yeah, GTA does not have a great opinion on women. I'm never has by these allegations. Yeah, the, you, you. I don't have enough time to count all the whack shit in GTA games, especially uh, like five, where there is a nagging wife character that is killed for comedy, paying homage to another character, and I believe Vice City, who is killed by a rock band in a limo. I believe he says, "Shut that bitch up," and then shoots her in the head. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, they purely exist for mechanical benefit, and if you say that the mechanical benefits of GTA sex workers are the satire, then I will fight you like Creed. <laughs> the band. I saw Creed recently. It was a very good movie. The band. Michael B. Jordan has a lot of muscles. The band. The band. <laughs> the band. Number four, every game by David Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Zing, you Cage. <laughs> With Fahrenheit, also known as Indigo Prophecy. Uh, I, I have not played this game. I don't care to. I just looked up the sex scene on YouTube. You compliment the female character a bunch. She asks you to play her some guitar. And then you play like a, a Creed-ass rock ballad for her. And then you have sex to some incredibly generic Chris Daughtry-ass dad-as-fuck alt-rock. Fun. Heavy rain. You unstrap a bra on a quick time event. Fun. Yeah, you unstrap a bra on a quick time event. That it sounds is, cool. It's just embarrassing. That's amazing. What are you talking about? The nerdiest lamos made that video game. <laughs> Do you also buy beer when you're underage in that game? Oh, God. Do you buy beer from your brother in that game in a quick time? No, but you do. Do you smoke weed out of a water bottle? You do learn how poor people have it better because you hang out with a bunch of homeless people and really help them through some deep personal struggles. <laughs> what the fuck is up with video games? It's, what They're is up weird. with David Cage? David Cage is a monster. Finally, uh, Beyond Two Souls, the main character, Jody, is nearly gang-raped in a bar. 
does literally nothing for the story, her character, or the narrative exploration of rape. It is just there to be a rape scene, and it's really gross. You have your, your ghost person is watching. You almost get raped and, like, has to help you out of being gang raped by truckers on a pool table in a bar. That's a reference to a movie, too, which Ugh. is stupid, which is dumb. What? I Okay. I think the biggest problem I have with that is that it doesn't sound like the gameplay has anything. To, like, imagine, I imagine you're just holding the controller, waiting for this to stop. No, no, no. You're supposed to be, like, actively trying to stop it. Like, the, the whack thing is, like... Even weirder, then. Ellen Page's character ultimately can't do anything. She needs the help of the ghost to get out of the gang rape scene, which is, in and of itself, pretty fucking gross. Also, in the game, there is a date scene where you prep with your ghost buddy, and if you do it right, you get the perfect lover achievement. Yeah. Ordering pizza, however, will net you the casual girl achievement. David Cage is literally the most successful games writer with the least amount of talent. Detroit Become Human is going to be awful. Yo, I it's watched be a fucking so preview bad. for that today, and I was like, what is this shit? Dumb name, too. Number five, Far Cry 3, sex murder. I don't know if you're noticing this, but games think that sex and death are exactly the same. Were they the fucking French? Far Cry 3 on its own is an extremely racist video game. I've talked about this on Media Majors. It is also incredibly sexist. After saving your girlfriend, who is damseled multiple times throughout the course of the game, she is captured once again by Citra, a female love interest indigenous to the Rook Islands where Far Cry 3 takes place. She offers Jason Brody, your character. <laughs> I still cannot believe His name is that Jason their name Brody. of their white savior and their dumb white savior narrative is Jason, Jason Brody. fucking Brody. Good lord. So Citra offers him a choice. Leave or kill his girlfriend and join her. If you leave, you leave. <laughs> However, if you kill her, you have this like first person thing of her begging for her life and you slit her throat like wicked close up. She bleeds out in front of you. And then cut, I'm not kidding here, cut to black, cut to Brody having sex with Citra, like a right of as he's about to come. You Does he kill, say touchdown? You kill your girlfriend. You kill this woman who is held captive in front of you who you've been trying to rescue for the game. Smash cut to fucking the hot, quote-unquote, native girl. He's like, like a Neil Breen character. It's so bad. That literally happens in Fateful Findings. Ugh. Normal story by normal people. By normal, normal white dudes. As they fuck, she prays to her gods about the future of her people that she's creating with this white man. Oh, boy. After, after coming inside of Citra, she kills Jason, celebrating his scene. He, he finishes and she's immediately like, I'm pregnant and I'm killing him. And she shoves a dagger into this fucking prick's sternum. Is that the end of the game? Yeah, that's that's the end of the game. And he bleeds out and she goes- What happens if you leave? She goes, oh, if you leave, you just leave. That's the And that's the end of the game? And that's the other end of the game. Good God, man. Good Childbirth God. is like this weirdly important thing to games writers and it's really bizarre and we're yeah, seeing it in a more place. we're seeing it in a more benign way right now where we have like a bunch of dads yeah. as main characters in games, but it also plays like a lot of really sinister stuff in you know, like this. This exactly. As he dies, what? she says, You are perfection quote, you are perfection, the ultimate of your kind, and our child will lead the Rocky odd. I think 
that you should let women rate AAA games from now on. I think uh, they're only women are allowed to rate AAA games just for like two years. I, we'll see how it goes. It is so gross. And all this stuff is so awful. Number six, Dante's Inferno, sex murder again. I thought you were going to say Donkey Kong. Dante's Inferno might just be straight up like the, the most misogynist ever. AAA game ever made. We've talked about it so many times it's on the podcast, on podcast before. a lot, actually. And that's, that's never in a strange. good light. There's oh, no dude. there's no quality in Dante's Inferno. No, you've only had negative things to say about it. I've never played it because um, uh, a video game based off of book, snooze fast. <laughs> so, for anybody who doesn't know, Dante's Inferno is based off of Dante's Divine Comedy. Uh, it begins with him going into the nine circles of hell. With his good pal Virgil. Yeah, and you... and Basically, Dante Alighieri wrote a story where he's cool and gets to meet all of his heroes and interests. It's pretty weird. Yeah. And someone was like, what if that was a video game about a knight Templar who has to save his lady friend? So one of the circles of hell that you visit... Lust. Is lust. From the wiki entry. <laughs> Quote... Below Limbo is the second circle of hell, Lust. Here, Dante discovers Lucifer has made Beatrice, that's that's you, Dante's that's bow, lady. into his bride. Lucifer tells her of Dante's betrayal to her by having sex with a slave girl. So, again, great, really great politics going on here. Lots of she lots of be consent. like a shopkeeper or... Dante's journey to the carnal tower in the center <laughs> of this... Sorry, hang on a sec. I have to go fucking vomit. Continue. Here he defeats Queen Cleopatra, who rules as one of Lucifer's regents. As you continue through, like part of the game is is one of the collectibles is souls of famous people. And there's an interesting game idea there where you decide whether or not they are redeemed or damned. Um, you, you come across Helen of Troy, who like is just in hell because dudes wrong. wanted her. Yeah, did absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah. Uh, Liam, I'd like to show you some promo art. <laughs> promo what? art for the Circle of Lust. Can you describe to the audience what you're looking at here? So we're looking at a purple buxom lass with some... Oh, Christ. Not some, some weird-ass jewelry. She's got some, like, uh, Friday the... I was gonna say she's got Fred, Freddy Krueger hands. Kruger. And she's about to lick one of the blades, as you do. Uh, her waist is impeccably skinny. Her pants are non-existent. Excuse me, non-existent. Uh, it's basically like an, an ogle parade for her her butt and her breasts. Yeah, she is. And her hips and the, like, I don't understand what this whole stomach pelvis situation is. She looks uncomfortable. She's, she's stood in profile looking at the blades. She is naked from about, like, the, 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 forehead the lower to, butt cheek yeah. up. Yeah, it's it's gross. To say the least. To say the least. Hello. In the boss fight with Cleopatra, there's a QTE, and if you fail, she bites your neck, and it's implied that she fucks you to death. Who <laughs> oh boy. Video games' relationship with sex is really it's not good. bad. Great. It's a negatory on that one, Captain. Number seven, Leisure Suit. Leisure Suit Larry. Hell yes. It's a game about fucking. You can die from getting an STI. I hate this franchise so 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 much it is so hateful they say uh the f slur in a bunch of entries they are incredibly sexist homophobic misogynistic like there is there is not a single thing about leisure suit larry that is ideologically positive and they're <laughs> not the leisure funny. suit yeah Ugh, I, I hate the premise of every single game uh, that it's this shitty little shit trying to get his nut yeah i don't want to talk about it anymore <laughs> 
It is embarrassing that the Leisure Suit Larry franchise exists and recently got an HD remake. Eight, Alpha Protocol. It's just rape. <laughs> there is a scene where a character, Psy, happens upon a restrained Michael, the main character. It's like a spy James Bond kind of thing. Sure. It's a big moral choice game, so depending on your previous actions, she may be flirty and insinuate that she would like to have sex with you. Though you do have the option to consent, it is also entirely possible to just be like, what do you want with me? I don't really like what's going on here. And so you'll just get raped. Uh, though the game's treatment of it is more tone deaf and porny than grim, it's much more the James Bond avenue, I think the octopusy scene where he just straight up like rapes octopusy and she says no 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 and then they have or they then he rapes her and then uh and then afterwards it's treated as normal it's kind of like that yeah what a weird bad thing yep and then number nine finally god of war franchise quote is that kratos the gods have rewarded us glory to eros he has given us a champion come champion show me your strength End quote. That's a that's a line from uh, mm-hmm. uh, a maiden in God of War. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, and they about to fuck. In God of War three, Kratos happens upon Aphrodite, the goddess of love. As in her mythology, she is married to Hephaestus and is sexually frustrated. It is really funny that Hephaestus is just like maybe the biggest cuckold in all of narrative. He might just be. Here's another quote. Even though you are no longer the god of war, you can still share my bed. The weird part is that Kratos doesn't want to. He's, like, disgusted by her. He's disgusted by her sexuality. You can still have sex with her, though, and uh, as you do, her handmaidens watch and then start fucking each other because they are so turned on. This is communicated through a minigame where you button press and then a bed, like, knocks up against a wall. It's ridiculous. Speaking of which, Topless Women is the name of... Every single figure in God of War who you show up on and have sex with. Like, Good okay. visual joke for our audio podcast there. Over the course of the God of War series. Oh, here's a quote from the wiki. Over the course of the God of War series, excluding God of War betrayal, Kratos comes across multiple naked or topless women in various locations. By approaching these women, he can engage in off-screen sex by performing a mini-game. Doing it correctly will release red orbs and result in the women commending Kratos' abilities. Weird, weird, weird. <sighs> Anyways. Weird, weird, weird. Yeah, that's the end of the list. I kind of wanted this to be like also positive because there are games that deal with sex and sexuality. Is there another list coming up of positive, positive sex stuff? Yes, it's a little shorter, but it's just good games with sex or themes of sexuality in them. Let's do it. Uh, Lady Killer in a Bind. Uh, it. Oh yeah, I've heard of that one. It had a very gross problematic scene in it that they took out, which is good. Um, but it's it's sort of like a BDSM fantasy, but it's very, very, very focused on the consent aspects of it. So you do have the, this kind of like rough, humiliating sex, but it's it's all consensual. Everybody's excited for what's happening. I love the name. It sounds like it sounds like like she's I gotta go to the market. I'm in a bind. <laughs> Cuphead. Uh, number two. Cuphead. 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 <laughs> Cuphead. Huge dick. Beautifully Huge drawn. Yeah, that's why I won Best Art Direction, because the veins pulse. <laughs> won Best Art Direction. <laughs> number two. Several games by Robert Yang. 
Hurt Me Plenty is about BDSM. Cobra Club is about dick pics. The Tea Room is about the sex and sexuality of public restrooms. They are all gay, and they are on his itch.io for free. Search, li literally just Google search Robert Yang and itch.io. He's he's one of my favorite queer creators right now. He makes Those games. sound absurd. I love it. Yeah, he makes games that are really funny, but also kind of earnest and positive and sex positive uh all about kind of dick pics and how you know public restrooms have a history with cruising and stuff mm -hmm. in the gay community and how a lot of dick pics are taken in the restroom and so he has a game about taking a dick pic in a gross disgusting public restroom <laughs> amazing it's fucking awesome i'm so glad his, his games list. are his games are banned on twitch and that's fucking what? bullshit yeah boo number three the witcher it ogles its women a lot, but has what are honestly like pretty healthy depictions of of sex. Like uh, Geralt is, I I've, I'm like halfway through The Witcher three, and I still go in between Geralt and Geralt. I just call him Gerald. Um, it, it, witchers live forever, so they are like kind of more casual and free about sex in their bodies, and so there's a lot of like casual relationships that, but they aren't like toxic or, or anything like that. There is a lot of gross, like naked women kind of porny stuff there, but there's also Geralt naked in a tub, and he's extremely hot, and I would like to have sex with Geralt. Number four, Life is Strange. I've heard this one as well. There's no full on sex, but it has a lot of really cool positive queerness in it. Mm hmm. And you can kiss a gay lady as a gay lady, and that's dope as hell. Hell yeah. Number five, Gone Home. Again, not like depictions of sex, but talking about sexuality, sexuality, and and coming into yourself and being comfortable in explicitly sexual ways. There's a there's a really great moment. It's one of my favorite moments in games, I think, where uh, the main character picks up a letter and reads about her little sister, like having sex for the first time and then the game forces you to put that down and you can't pick it up anymore and the character will be like that's gross i don't want to read that <laughs> it's really good it's a really great moment where they take authorship away from the player in a really effective way and six wolfenstein the new order i think that the depiction of sex and sexuality in wolfenstein the new order is really heartfelt and nice and uh, positive i don't know it's Really good. And there are lots of other games about sex there that I don't know about because I'm still really trying to delve into alt, alt, game, alternative adult, narratives. Yeah, like yeah. adult gaming, I guess. Because it's, it's a muddy water to yeah, yeah. It's a real septic and it's And it's really scary to search for sex in games because, I mean, like I think as the beginning of the list demonstrates, a lot of it's really gross and a lot of the people who depict sex in their games don't do it in a, a healthy, constructive way. So yeah, that, that's two lists. One for the price of one. Yeah, for the price of none. It's a free podcast. For the price of come. <laughs> we're gonna take a break, and then afterwards, the podcast will continue. It will. But we're gonna hear about another show on the network. Hello, listener. Do you like a scare, a jump, a fright? How about Maine? How do you feel about Maine? If any of those words made your heart skip a beat, then I've got a podcast for you. King Me is a monthly Stephen King podcast where I, Tom Lockney, and a guest watch through a theatrical adaption of a work by everyone's favorite Northeastern author and talk about it with a little help from the source material. So, if you're feeling particularly brave, 
Join me on my descent into terror on the Major Casts Network or wherever you find podcasts. Okay, and we're back, which means it's time. Uh, so, uh, we have two new people on the podcasts. They're going to join us in a game in a bit. Yes, we've got returning guest Jane Kripe. Like, four Pete, five Pete. Hi, everybody. I'm Pete. Yeah, you're Pete. Um, I'm glad to be back. All right, Pete. And that's it. And then we have a future guest on King Me for the Cujo episode in two months, Maddie. Hi, I'm Maddie. What's good, Maddie? This is the first time I've ever been on a podcast. Get Fucking excellent. <laughs> you've already <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to dive in. And, oh, yeah, we are. Um, I'm sorry. Pornparody.com, a website dedicated to reviewing porn parodies, doing the hard work so we don't have to, cites the 1973 Batman spoof, Bat Pussy, as possibly the earliest known oh, porn man. parody film. That's my least favorite kind. Mm-hmm. A title which is also shared with the 1973 German, of course, animated short, Snow White and the Seven Perverts. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, from then till about the 2000s, porn parodies weren't the most popular of genre, and they're also pretty low budget. Most of the fun kind of came in the wordplay, and that's kind of it for my story. I, I, I have to go do a little bit more research, but I actually brought a friend in. I'm just going to go grab him real He's going to oh, help that Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Chip, get in here. Liam, who's Chip? Who did you bring into our home? I told you Chip wasn't allowed back here. No, first of all, Chip has never been in here. Second of all, please be nice to our guest. All right, here we go. Got it in one. Okay, All everybody. Right. All right. Okay. Ugh. Okay. Good. All right, commit to the bit. Uh, yeah, committing to the bit. My name is Chip Junkers. I'm America's favorite game show host, and I was once kicked off of Wheel of Fortune for calling pa- Pat Sajak a shit-stained fuck tunnel. You stabbed Scott Rogowski. Stabbed him in the neck, tried to drink his blood to gain his power. Anyways, we're- cuties. <laughs> He is a prick half. I, Chip Junkers, a real human being, hate him. <laughs> Chip, are you bad-mouthing Rogowski again? Shut up, boy. Liam, eat Liam, I don't know about this. He's fine. <laughs> Just play the game, Chip. All right, we're going to be playing a game called Coming Soon. Yes, it's spelled like jizz. The only game show where we legally cannot say the name on broadcast TV. So basically, I'm going to read you guys a movie. Sometimes there will be multiple choice answers. Sometimes you'll have to come up with it. And you have to figure out what the porn title was. It's going to get fucking depressing. (laughs) Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is a magical children's film about a flying car. What did the perverts who made the porn porn parody of it call it? Titty Titty Bang Bang. The actual answer is Titty Titty Gang Bang. Oh my god. Titty Titty oh, Gang Bang. right there. Yeah, it was right there. Mission Impossible 2 is a terrible movie that involves Tom Cruise riding a motorcycle across a stone bridge. What did the producers name their little porn parody that could? It was Mission Impossible 2. Mm-hmm. Missionary Possible Poop. Close. Oh boy. Very close. I got really gross at the end there and I really regret it. Can I? Missionary probable deuce. A little more scat oriented than I thought we were gonna be. Do you have a guess, sir? Well, that's also a play on two. I was really. Oh, no. You know what? I didn't think that. Mission impossible. Missionary impossible boobs. (laughs) 
That is the best answer so far. Unfortunately, it's missionary position impossible to. Apparently, the missionary position is impossible to do in this universe. It's impossible for anybody to understand that they're talking about the missionary position unless they say missionary, missionary. position. What's confusing about uh, mission possible missionary missionary position impossible to. What's confusing about that is Julia Roberts plays herself. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. It's in a shared universe with yeah. Ocean's 12. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone delighted audiences of Freeform at every major holiday. Not anymore, though. <laughs> HBO stole those movies from him. But what was the name of the gay-oriented pornography parody film? Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Bone. Ooh, you are more clever than they were. Harry Butthole and the Sorcerer's Bones. Ooh, you're in the right neighborhood, Wait, but at the wrong house. Are we talking about horse cocker right now? No, no, no. no. Oh, I thought, never mind. Harry Cocker, my daughter's <laughs> dome? Okay, no. <laughs> the correct answer is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty great. It was shot in 3D, and the DVD comes with two pairs of 3D glasses. That's brilliant. It's pretty amazing. I would also just like to say, again, these are all real. <laughs> I am not making up anything. Forrest Gump is about Robert Zemeckis taking away the accomplishments of black people and giving them to a dim-witted Tom Hanks. For the pornographic version, did they call it A, Forrest Blumpkin, B, Foreskin Gump, or C, Forrest Hump? I pray to God it was Forrest Hump. I don't think I, I could live in a world. I, I think it was C. The correct answer is C. B, Foreskin Gump, because God is dead and we are merely his playthings. Are, do people oh. think that Foreskin is sexy? I can tell you one thing, no one who is Jewish was working on that movie. I was gonna say, <laughs> is this movie taking a political stance? I guess so. West Side Story is a reimagining of Romeo and Juliet and is actually one of Michael Bay's favorite movies. I am not making this up. Is the porno called A, Breast Side Story, B, West Side Hori, or C, West Ride Story? I think B. I also think B. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna play it safe this round. JK, fuck all y'all. C. No one got it right. God the correct damn answer it. is A, Breast Side Story. All right. Is Beca it only is it follow the story of breasts? My favorite part of every Side porno thing. is when the uh -huh. man shows up and says to a naked woman, I'm go I'm here to grab your breasts now. <laughs> and by the sides. <laughs> if you're a shark. I'm John Loncock and I'm here for breasts. <laughs> I can't get enough of breasts. How I'm did, John Loncock. How did you know my Christian name? <laughs> I didn't know your Christian name was I like, can't get enough of breasts. <laughs> That's exactly it. Dawn of the Dead is a zombie movie. Oh, Christ. Oh, yuck. What they call the fuck title? Dong, like, of the head. Damn. Nice. That's nice. Really, that's nice. really good. You're half right, actually. Um, I'm going to give that one to you. It was called Dawn of the Head. That's what I said. You said Dong of the Head. Yeah. It was just Dawn of the like Head. Like D-A-W-N, they didn't even change it? They didn't no. even change it, proving that you it. have more creativity than these people. Hey, pornparody.com. <laughs> Get your shit together. I'm, I'm a young, searching for full-time employment. <laughs>
Young Frankenstein is Mel Brooks' best movie. Was it called A, Hung Frankenstein, B, Young Lankenstein, or C, Hung Lankenstein? C. C. The correct answer is C. Yes! All right, good, all right, good. They didn't disappoint us this round. No. I like it. The Da Vinci's Code, Angels and Demons. Oh, boy. Not only did they make one, they made a sequel. What did they call both the first one and the second? So Da Vinci's Code and Angels and Demons. Okay, wait. The Da Vinci Chode... Angels and demons. Why not? Da Vinci's whole anal and ooh, good excretions. Semen, semen. That, that's the one. The correct answer was the Da Vinci load. Angels and semen. All okay. right, all right. Gross. I almost got that. This this one, my favorite one. Saving Private Ryan is a powerful film about the bonds of World War II. What was the gay porno called? Fucking Private Ryan. Nope. A. Spanking Private Ryan. Okay. B. Shaving Ryan's privates. C. Blowing Private Ryan. Ryan or D. Shaving Private Ryan. D. B. D. B is the correct answer. Nice. Good nice. Nice. It's called Maddie. Shaving Ryan's Privates. Oh, it may boy. be the greatest porn pun title of all. I love how many of these include Tom Hanks. Right? <laughs> Now for the lightning round, I'm going to read the porn title and you have to quickly tell me what the real one is. Like a lightning round? Yeah. Okay. Twink Light. False. What? Lightning <laughs> round, you say the real movie, I oh, say the porn Twilight. Thank you. Oh. Raiders of the Lost Arse. Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Titanic. Titanic. <laughs> the Penetrator. The Punisher. Close. The Terminator. There we go. Tits, a wonderful life. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. <laughs> Charlie Brown. <laughs> and honey, I blew everybody. Flubber. Honey, I shrunk the kids. All right, okay, I found more story, guys. I'm back. No, oh, thank it's God. too late. Nope, I'm back now. Where did Chip go? I'm right the here. Room. I haven't left. Oh, hey, Chip. I'm hey. blind in one eye. Chip, put your pants back on. Oh. I'm wearing pants. Don't break the reality. Chip, you're so hard right now, and it's making everyone uncomfortable. I am a eunuch. I haven't had any feeling down there since 1972. Then you're clearly replacing it with something, because we all see. I kept my thermos in there to keep the soup I like for dinner warm. What kind of soup is it? Splunk pee. <laughs> Splunk pee? Split pee. Don't be disgusting. Split pee-ness. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have invited Chip on. Oh boy! I should only invite Chip. Uh, it's uh, only so a matter of time before we start talking about Chip's split dick. <laughs> I'd rather we didn't. The subgenre of porn parodies really began taking off, like in the late '90s. But in the 2000s and the 2010s, it's reached a zenith of what I almost want to call trans uh, trans transcendent art. And that's because of one of the weirdest rules and bylaws of the internet, Rule 34. If it exists, there is a porn of it. I am Rule 34. So is the Twitter bio from one Leroy Myers, a Canadian pornographer with a knack for parody. Him and his company, Wood Rocket, make basically just porn parodies. They found success um, early on with like a 30 Rock, an XXX parody, Seinfeld, an XXX parody, and just cheers, Golden Girls, just doing that. He decided that he wanted to do weirder, more internet popular stuff 
and he basically went to the Twitters and saw what was the most popular and has turned all of those into porno films. So we're gonna play the same game, only using Leroy Myers movies. One guy made all of these movies. Oh man. Chip, take it away. The Human Centipede. What did they call their XXX parody? The Human Centipenis? Oh, that's a lot better than what they did. Again, the you Human guys... Sensual Penis. Human Centipede? The Human Sexipede. Oh. Sexipede. Oh. Remember, think dumb, not clever. A Nightmare on Elm Street is a classic horror movie featuring an incredible character that would go on to outshine the entire series. Was the movie called A, A Nightmare on Elm Street, B, A Night Horror on Elm Street, or C, A Wet Dream on Elm Street? It's an audio C? medium, so no one can hear you point to each other. I think it's gotta I want, be C. I wanna go see The correct answer is C, A Wet Dream on Elm Street. Okay, good. SpongeBob SquarePants is a children's TV show. A children's TV show. What did Leroy Myers call the porn parody he made of SpongeBob SquarePants? SpongeHog Square Blast. SpoogeBob Horn <laughs> Pants? Again, much better than the actual answer. Do you guys want the answer? Because it's hella depressing. Yeah. Okay. SpongeNob Square Nuts. Oh, no. Yeah, they thought. Wait, did you just hear the. Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee is a web series where Jerry no. Seinfeld shows off how no. bad she is. Okay, we no. do have to watch the porn parody to this one later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did they call the porn parody? There's no pun in this. It's really stupid. Comedians in Cabs. Cars. Fuck Taxi. Close. Comedian in Cars Getting Head? Oh, I was Close. gonna say comedians in cars getting cock. <laughs> Y'all, it's comedians in cars getting sex. Because why <laughs> choose anything interesting? Guardians of the Galaxy is one of Liam's favorite movies. <laughs> they made a porno and Rocket fucks in it. Can you guys guess the name of the porno? Guardians, Rocket fucks in it. Guardians of the Fallacy. Better than what they chose. Nardians of the Galaxy. What? Nards. Nards, all right. Would you guys like for extra points to guess what the five characters are called in this movie? Because it's all pornographized. Uh, fuck it. Shoot. No. Stiffy? No. Poot? Gamhora, Starload, Cracks, Rocket Rakooch, and Groin. Leroy Myers himself voices Groin, who is just a giant wooden dick. So he just well, says awesome. Groin over and over again. Indeed. I am Groin. I am Groin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to do lightning round, but I'm going to give you guys the real title because I want to say these porn titles because they are fucking ridiculous. Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Bob's Boners. Oh. Pokemon. Pokemon. Poke me, man. Strokemon. Back to the Future. Fat to the future. Correct. Nice. Good pull. Rick and Morty. Dick and Morty. Yes. Teen Thanks for giving me the easy one. Teenage Mutant. I didn't know that. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Horny Turtles. Teenage Mutant. <laughs> Fuck Turtles. Liam, why don't you read this one for everybody as I get back in my jalopy and go to sleep? Alright, thanks Chip. Say goodbye to Chip, everybody. Bye, Chip. Bye, Chip. It was good the seeing answer you. is 10-inch mutant ninja turtles. Oh my god. Oh, that's pretty good. Porn is the fucking worst. Happy 69th episode, everybody. Happy 69! Yay! 10-inch mutant ninja turtles.
Girls is really good. Right? Save that one for last. Let's save them all. Um, that's the end of the game. All right, is that the end of your story, Liam? That is the end of my story. Those all right. are all of the porn parodies that I could find. After, after a while, I just had to leave. Well, sometimes on this show, we talk about weird stuff like porn titles and how bad sex in games is. And we like to balance that out with, you know, short little stories about our lives and our weeks and good things that happen to us. It's called the self-care corner. Liam, would you like to start us off? I got to help out with work with the D&D thing, and it was very fun. The end. Um, I've been working at my job since August, and no one told me until this week, hey, you have three personal days that will expire at the end of 2017, and if you don't use them, you're fucked. So I got to take my first personal day today, which is just a day when you don't work. I, normally, I think you're supposed to have a reason for them, but mine was just wanting to use it. So it was nice having a day off. Um, I got to watch the Video Game Awards last night, and it was very, very wholesome in a way I was not anticipating. It made me very happy. Uh, and uh, we had the worst fucking week in the world. Did did. It was awful, but today we got our gas back, and I helped my aunt move, so she gave me all of her alcohol. We got five bottles of wine and five bottles of champagne. Magical. And it really helped ease some of the tension that had built up over this past week. We have gas again. We can take hot showers again. I'm literally going to take one after this podcast. Oh. Um, that's it for us. Follow. Follow us on Twitter at Media Majors. Follow Cast. us down the street. Email us uh, at Media Majors Podcast at gmail.com. See if you send in a self care corner, we'll read it on the air. Because hey, we love you. Did I miss a porn parody that you find really funny? Send that in too. Yeah. Did I forget about another good game that has good sex stuff in it? Let me know because I want to play more of them. And we definitely left out bad games, but don't send us those, please. Please don't. I don't need any more. All right. Uh, that's it for us. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes as well. It helps small podcasts out like us. Thanks and we're very listening. small. We'll be there for you and me. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.